So you bought rental properties so they can create more time and financial freedom, but the problem is you're spending a lot of time managing the properties. How do we automate our properties so that it's creating more time instead of costing it? How do we as landlords protect our investments, our time and our progress so that we can scale our portfolio? That's the question we're going to answer in this podcast. My name is Sam Kwok and this is the Landlording Automated Podcast. All right, what's going on, everyone? This is Sam Kwok here, one of the Kwok Brothers, and welcome back to another episode of Landlording Automated Podcast. And we have a special series that's going on, which is the Landlord Problem Solving Session. So we have Vivian here, uh, who's a landlord, and she's dealing with a bit of a problem. So let's go and help her out here. So Vivian, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So Vivian, uh, so who are you? You're a landlord, right? But where are you located? Uh, How many properties do you have? And what's the problem you're dealing with? I'm at uh, California, and I have uh, four units. Okay. Um, so uh, one of my house, um, uh, I rented out to this uh, guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, uh, he wasn't a, a very, very good tenant to begin with. I, I rented out because I was in the rust. So ah. That's the first like I make rent out in the rust. However, he'd been staying there and paying rent and stuff. Uh, but you know, um, in lots of time he's late and stuff. Um, and like a year and a half ago or two years, he suddenly built an addition in my house. Huh? Yeah, like that. And uh, the, I, uh, I, I went on vacation, come back, and I see a uh, violation notice from the uh, county. Uh-huh. Um, so I go to the house, uh, go to the property, check it out. Yeah, he's absolutely built an addition <laughs> at my house, like about six, seven hundred square feet. Wow. No, I'm sorry. Let's say 500 square feet or something like that, right? With a bedroom and a bathroom. Holy smokes. So I'm, I'm like, what? You know? And then you need to clear this. So the, the, uh, the county coming down and about to find. So he chopped that illegal addition into three parts. Wow. One part is the bathroom. Another part is that bedroom chopped into half. So now he has like three illegal structures at my house. And somehow he got the, the county off his back saying that, first of all, the structure is small, so don't need permit. And the structure, he raised it up, so it put it on like a con- concrete block. Uh-huh. And he said that uh, that's going to be his storage. So the, the county somehow dropped the case. Interesting. Left, yeah, left me with three structures, or as I call it, deteriorate uh, bunch of, illegal, I mean, a bunch of uh, uh, material deteriorate together, right? Yeah. So question for you. Uh, so real quick. Um, wow. I mean, so I'm, a, I'm appalled. I'm, a, I'm actually, I'm actually, I, I don't get shocked often with, with these problems, but this is pretty shocking. So let me get this straight. You have a tenant, he doesn't pay you rent, but he decides to build a 600, 700, 700 square feet addition to your property. No, he'd been paying rent all the way up to okay. uh, last June. 
right? Uh, he been paying, however, some, sometime he pay late. But the problem is a year or a year and a half ago, he, he built that three uh. legal, illegal structure in, in my property. So I've been pressuring him to clean up and haul all that away because it's Victorian yeah. and it's obviously very eyesore. Uh-huh. And he's uh, he keeps putting off, oh, give me some time, give me some time. Right now it's so raining. Right. Give me some time, blah, 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 right? Okay, fine. Uh, up until last June, you know, uh, I, I finally say I have enough. You need to bring off this out of yes. my property because it's so deteriorated. It's had wraps and everything, right? Yikes. Uh, and it's so messy on my property. So he said, he texts back and said, hey, you choose the wrong time to mess with me. The governor's on my side. I have money was about to drop off for you for rent, but now I'm not paying. Uh, this COVID-19 uh, had the governor on my side. So go ahead. Uh, uh, evict me out. Oh, geez. Uh, I'm going to stay here and cost you as much uh, trouble as possible. That's what yeah. he, he, he texts me back. So wow. My question is, what can I do now? The the governor is obviously on his side. He well, been well, all well, you don't know that, right? He, he 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 can say all the things he wants. I can say Mr. Trump is on my side, <laughs> right? I, I can say all kinds of things to, to obviously threaten people, which I I don't. By the way, I'm a, I'm a, I try to be a nice guy. So a couple questions. Um, so number one, you obviously you didn't give him any permission to do this. Clearly, oh no, absolutely not. <laughs> right, and, and so going back, and, and I just want to iterate the fact that I'm you know I'm not an attorney, I'm not a lawyer, I, I, you know I don't give any legal advice, but this is something that I would do as a as an experienced landlord myself, and and as a business owner, I can kind of give you my business perspective on 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 your situation. So number one. Um, what is your, so your, your lease, I imagine there was a lease on this, on, on this tenant relationship, right? Did, did, did he sign a lease? He has a, uh, one year lease a while okay. ago and now it's on month to month. Okay. Got it. So, um, the lease probably says that he, he, he in order to do anything, and you may have to go back to your lease and read what, what it says, um, your lease would have had some, something that said, hey, you know, there cannot be any modification or um, major re- repair or innovation done on the property without your permission because you are the, the owner. Yes, right? I use the California standard form, so it has okay. so it's a clear. So number one, it's a clear violation of, of the lease. So that, that's a, that could be a very strong ground for uh, an eviction or a violation of the lease whereby you, know, you can start an eviction on that, on that premise. Um, have you talked to an attorney about this yet or no? Uh, I, t- uh, I tried to reach out to my attorney, but strangely, my attorney is taking a break because obviously he had no job to do. Interesting. <laughs> California ban all eviction, and my attorney is only doing eviction. Right now, the court is not open, so obviously he takes his time off. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So yeah, it's, not, it's so this is this is the this is the bottom of the problem where you know. <laughs> When California, states like California and and you know varying states out there that they put a, a moratorium like this, I knew that there were going to be tenants that take take advantage of this. Are there tenants that Absolutely. right? Are there tenants that are, are are seriously in trouble and you know they have good heart, they want to pay the rent, but they just can't? Yes, I think vast majority of tenants out there that uh, that want to pay rent but they can't and and they're in, in they're in fear mode. 
I can see that. I can understand that perspective. But when it comes to someone like this, who clearly, and I would call this vandalism because that's what it sounds like. They, they did something to your property without your permission. That's clear definition of vandalism. I, I, there's, there's, not, there's no other definition to this. And it's vandalism. And that's that. It, it's, it's crime. It's criminal. It, it shouldn't happen. So I would try uh, to talk to an attorney about angling this from a, a vandalism to a vandalism case, right? If someone comes to your property and destroys all the windows, that's a, that's a criminal act. So I would, I would try to talk to an attorney about, hey, can we, can we launch a case against this person from, from the standpoint that this is vandalism? This isn't even about eviction anymore. This is, and I'm, as far as I'm concerned, I don't think there's any law or moratorium set against prosecuting or litigating against a vandalist, vandalism case. So I would talk to an attorney, could there be a possibility where we can litigate this person on a, a vandalism case whereby that, that would probably override the, the eviction. Again, I'm not an attorney. I'm not a, a legal professional, but that's what it sounds like right now. That's, I mean, I'm, I, can, I feel you, Vivian. I, I feel the anger for you, right? I feel the frustration. I feel the, the angst. Um, I feel the fear, you know, when this, because you're not sure what's going to happen. Um, who knows when this whole coronavirus thing is going to be over? And who knows when California is going to say, hey, the, the eviction moratorium is going to be over. And I have a strange feeling, even with the eviction moratorium being over, they're going to do something to also soften up the eviction process. I just have a feeling. So I would see if you can enter the, entertain that idea with your attorney about coming, coming from the vandalism side, not the eviction side. Though you can make a case for eviction, but I think there's a stronger case for, hey, this is vandalism, and you can prosecute and, and file a police report that way. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I, I would also call see if you can call the police on a non non emergency line and file a police report. Got it. And then yeah. I I would start from there. And then and it's 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 like this, right? Um, let's say a, a tenant of mine decides to burn my my building down, and and he goes and texts me saying, ah, you you know you can't evict me, you know I just burned down your house, right? Um, you know the government's my the governor's on my side. You cannot evict me because the state has a moratorium. Well, hold on. You just burned my house down. You, you, you threatened and endangered, you know, the lives inside of this building. So not only is it vandalism or arsenal, arson, but now you just, it could be an attempted mur murder because now you tried killing some of the people in there. So um, I think, I mean, obviously I gave you a very extreme case, but I think that that's the one way to approach it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that advice. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm angry. Right. Very angry, but don't know how to put this in perspective. Right. And, uh, well, the, I guess a little bit problem here is I let it go for so long. It's been a mm. year or a year and a half because he keep putting it off. He's he right. asking for time. Say, hey, I'm, uh, don't worry. At first he said, oh, don't worry. I'm going to turn these three buildings into a three, uh, um, what should I call it? Uh, like a trailer? Yeah, I, I would have drawn my line right there. I'm like, you're not doing anything to my property, period. I don't care if you want to add a, a, a new window. I don't care if you want to add a new siding. Uh -uh. You're, you're not doing anything to my property without my permission. And it's got to be a, a, a written permission. Uh, no verbal has to be written. Um, so I, I would have drawn my line there um, for sure. And, and, and when it comes to any agreement or negotiation, uh, I always give my time, a time limit. 
right? I would say, hey, listen, if you don't tear this thing down by August 1st, we're done. Like, I'm, I'm seriously initiating some sort of legal action. Or I, I will, you know, I will employ, you know, whatever resource I have to, to get this done. This is my property. Got it. Well, yeah, I wasn't that firm before. Yeah. And now when I decide to put my foot down at the wrong time, which yeah. is June. June is still, uh, you know, if, if COVID time. Right. So they, they use that excuse now. Not only he not pulling his off, his uh, illegal structure out, he's not even paying rent. So that's like. There we go. Uh, so yeah, he's now, he's now a squatter. <laughs> so so um, and unfortunately, again, the, the, you're right. The eviction, you know, um, California passed an eviction moratorium, the whole statewide moratorium, which is very very unfortunate. I think um, it's one of the reasons why I don't think California is going to have a good time or is going to attract a lot of investment dollars because it detracts people away. It keeps investors away from wanting to invest in California very bad move. So I, I would talk to an attorney about coming in that angle. And uh, next time, and I, I can tell you're a very nice person. Um, and you can still be nice, but I think you could be gentle, but yet firm, right? Firm and, and keep your, um, and I, I would try to establish a, a due date. When, whenever you face this again, I hope you don't. But if you ever encounter this problem again, I would say, hey, I want this to be done by X date. If not, I will exercise my right to you know, whatever. But I would, be, I would be nice about it, right? You don't have to call people names or you don't have to cuss or anything like that. You could be nice, but, you, you know, you can also be firm at the same time. Yeah, I need to work on that uh, yeah. firmness. It's I a, don't. It's a business. He keep, he keep asking for extension. He keep bringing up excuse. Yep. Uh, and then I keep giving him times to do it. And now, now when I... Try to be firm. I try to be firm at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah. So lesson learned. Don't don't let and, and this is something that one of my good mentors taught me is uh, problems grow in interest. If you let the problem sit and not not you know, if you don't take care of it, it will grow bigger and bigger and bigger and it'll cost more to take care of it. Absolutely. So I'm sorry that you had to go through this. Um, it, it's, it sounds very painful. Um, you know, if there's anything I could do help you outside, uh, obviously, uh, of our podcast, I'd be more than happy to do so. But I think the first stop for you is talking to your attorney about, about pushing a case of, of vandalism on this property and going from that angle and see what you can do, do from there. I, I think right now at this point, working closely with an attorney might be the best move. I mean, unfortunately, the other option that I can think of is paying the tenant to leave, um, which is, unfortunately, it, it is an option, but it works. If you don't want to spend that much money on, on legal costs or if you don't want to spend money on or time in, in figuring out a solution, maybe taking this route of saying, hey, listen, I'm going to pay you three grand to leave. Take it or leave it. Or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have other options that, you know, I have other options. Clearly, you don't want to show them what the other option is because that's a very bad you know, tactic. Um, but you would say, Hey, listen, I, if I'm willing to offer you three grand to leave this property, leave us alone. We'll walk away. Okay. You know, what's going to happen when the coronavirus is over. So you're just laying the, the inevitable. Um, so I would offer that option as well. If push comes to show, if you're, un, if you're unable to reach, you know, other options through your attorney. Okay. I'll, I'll check with that. Uh... Yeah. And it sucks that, that that has to be an option. Right. We, it sucks that we have to pay people 
to do bad things. <laughs> right. So, um, but that's fortunately has been an option. It's been working for, you know, for the investment community. Um, you know, if you don't want to spend the money on legal costs, that's another way to, to handle the problem. Yeah. I'll talk to, I'll try to reach out to other attorney that yes. not taking a break during this, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Fiction banning times, and then see what I can do. Yeah. yeah thank you for um, showing me another way to look at it because obviously he violate my property. Oh, for sure. And, uh, you know, on his words, is uh, building an an illegal addition. Oh no, it's it's, it's vandalism. That to 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 yeah to another perspective, it could be destroying my property. Absolutely. Your, your property something illegal into my property. Yeah. It's not building. It's, your, it's a destroying. It's an act of destroy. Absolutely. Your your property value probably fell because of this. Yeah. And then, yeah, absolutely. Because now I have to deal. If he just leave everything there and go, now I have to deal with clean up with that, yeah. with that three huge, you know, mess. <laughs> right. So I, I would, I would, that's, that's how I, I look at the situation. It's, it's, it's criminal. Right. I mean, not paying rent also is is a, is a minor, quote unquote, crime. I see it as a minor crime because it's kind of like going into a restaurant, eating and not paying. It's the same thing. You're, you're living my property. You're not paying. But thus, you're technically stealing. You know, there's a side of me that I do have compassion to for, for these people that I, I wish them well and Godspeed when it comes to solving their issues and hope that they can find a way to pay their rent or find another way to have housing. But I mean, at the same time, you know, we're also business and I get I totally get it that, that there's, I think there's, that there's a time and place where we exercise compassion. But in this situation, this person is, this person is clearly taunting you and threatening you, right? And, and they, they have no intention of wanting to work with, wanting to work with you. So there's that. Text me the cashier check that he, uh, the money order that he has. It says, hey, I had your rent money, but because you being a D-I-P-C- Oh, boy. I'm not going to send the money to you. Yeah. The governor is on my side. Good luck. Evict me. <laughs> oh, like boy. That. Just like that. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Well, Vivian, I, you know, I, I hope, I hope that this, you know, this conversation can at least start a conversation with the, with your attorney and I please, please, please go, go talk to your attorney. You know, please don't let this problem fester. In. And I can tell you're very nice. Um, you're a nice landlord. You've, you've been giving this person time and freedom um, but clearly they, they've, they've abused your generosity and they abused your, your willingness to work with that person. So, uh, but Vivian, I, I, I wish you well, and I, I sincerely do. And I hope that you find a solution and this problem will go away very soon. Thank you, Sam. Absolutely. Thanks for taking my call. Thank yeah, you for your advice. absolutely. Take care. All right. Take care. All right. So with that being said, guys, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Uh, man, such, such a tragedy that uh, this is what we have to go through in times of, even for us landlords, I mean, we're not, you guys know that we're not made out of gold. We're not, we're not, we're not an ATM machine where we, we can print money whenever we want. Um, you know, it's so unfortunate that some people are taking advantage. And I, I totally get that there, there's also a good group of tenants that uh, want to pay rent, but they can't because they lost their job um, and they're about to get evicted, which in that case, I, hey, I, I'd be more than happy to explore options where the tenant is not going to get evicted, but they can stick around and figure some sort of payment plan or structure out. Um, and I totally get it. I think this is a, an unprecedented time where we need to figure things out. I, I don't think it's right to jump right into evicting tenants right away. I think it, it's 
it's the right thing to do morally and ethically to explore some options. But I think in this case, where with with this uh, landlord Vivian, um, the tenant is clearly abusing Vivian's uh, willing to work with the tenant, and you know you heard it from Vivian that this tenant is is clearly not very amicable and, and nice about uh, the situation. So very very unfortunate. This this is a problem, uh, a tough problem to solve. So uh, if you guys enjoyed this episode, if you guys enjoyed um, this content, be sure to subscribe to our uh, podcast uh, as well as if, if you guys want to be on our show, if you, all, if you are a landlord looking to solve your problem, uh, get on our show, send us an email, send us a message. Um, we'll be more than happy to schedule in and help you solve the problem and challenge that you're going through. So uh, unfortunately, this is, <laughs> this is a business with lots of problems and I'm here to help you guys navigate through times like this. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'll see you guys in another episode. Take care. Hey, everybody. This is Sam Kwok here once again. I hope you enjoyed the episode of the Landlording Automated Podcast. Now, if you can automate all the same old repetitive tasks in your property management, how much time do you think you can save? Well, my team is launching a software called Flowmatics that can do just that. We want you to stop spending your precious time, energy, and stress and simply live your life. And that's what the software can ultimately do. So just head over to automatemyproperties.com and check out how Flowmatics can save you money, time, and energy by automating your properties. Again, that's automatemyproperties.com. Go and check it out and start living your life without the stress and waste of energy.